1: Free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homeshef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. homeshef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
2: Your Locked On Golden Nights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Nights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
3: With the Eastern Conference title wrapped up by the Florida Panthers, is there more pressure or more motivation for VGK to close out the Stars in Dallas tonight? Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco along with Chris Golick. We come to you from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. You could find us on Twitter at Tony D'Asco at TD Chris G, at Lockdown VGK. Lockdown Golden Knights is the place to be. Of course, on the YouTube channel, please subscribe there. Our subs are going way up, sky high. So, Chris, uh, the Florida Panthers, they complete their sweep over Carolina.
0: This is what we all Florida, expected.
3: Yeah. So, Florida, the Eastern Conference champions, can VGK now put away the stars tonight in Dallas to complete a sweep of its own? I feel like the Golden Knights, they won't want to give the Cats any sort of a uh, let's say, competitive advantage, right, by going an extra game and giving the Florida Panthers a little bit more time off? Can the Golden Knights continue to play loose in this series? It would be natural, right, for VGK to maybe not look ahead, but naturally they're going to glance ahead, and they saw what happened. And then they had the day off, of course, on Wednesday. So I know that they probably all got together and watched the game and watched Florida. Um, And they really do need to stay focused. And this is where, I guess, the experience comes into play. And Cassidy said as well on Wednesday uh, that he feels like the team is prepared to play one game at a time. So that focus has to come into play. VGK has to be a team that pays attention to all the details. And they could put this series away.
0: Speaking of the Florida Panthers, the NHL put out a gem of a tweet here. Overcame a three-one deficit against the present trophy winners, defeated the league's fourth-ranked team in five games, swept the league's second-ranked team, up off to the cup for the first time since '96. Not bad for a team entering the postseason as the lowest-ranked, the last team, team. In. the last. It's team just <laughs> the storyline is remarkable and. Any other year, I'd be a huge Florida Panthers fan right now. i dust off one of my jerseys from the late 90s with the, the real cool retro logo and uh, and have a blast. So back to your questions, is there more, more or less pressure on the Vegas Golden Knights? This does put a little bit of pressure on them. One of the concerns we've heard about the Dallas Stars right now is the fact that they went seven games against the Seattle Kraken. And that possibly is playing a part in you know the fact that the Dallas Stars haven't been playing as well at least not off to you know the greatest of starts in game number one and then they've been playing catch up obviously ever since so yeah Vegas wants to to wrap this thing up do I think this is going to make them uncomfortable or do anything different I don't think so Uh, VGK has done a very good job besides Chandler Stevenson taking you know the cross-checking penalty there's been a lot of poise from the Vegas Golden Knights this series much more then in the Edmont- Edmonton series. And I think you'll see that transfer over to VGK wanting to take care of business uh, against um, a Dallas Stars team who's going to be down two key ingredients. Yeah,
3: and we can't talk about this game without mentioning the captain for Dallas, Jamie Ben, and his suspension, which we'll deep dive into in our second segment. Um, and so, again, Ben here, um, he'll be out of the lineup. If Gennie Dodonoff runs into his own player, and it appears as though he'll be out. And so you've got two-thirds of that line with Ben Donoff and uh, Wyatt Johnston, the outstanding rookie. Uh, and that line is no more. So there aren't a ton of options. Uh, we will see. Uh, I was talking about Glenn Denning uh, drawing back into the lineup. And I think that we will see him because he's the best face-off player uh, for Uh, this Dallas stars team uh, good defensively. We could see seldom used uh, Frederick Olofsson who played in 28 games, but he didn't play in the postseason yet. So VGK will have a depth advantage in this game, but I wanted to ask you, do you think now that perhaps we see a little bit of a switch with Pete DeBoer going 11 and seven in this game? uh, So they don't even have to go to the AHL level. Or go with uh, someone unproven like Frederick Olufsen?
0: The NHL Network said the same thing. There's a good chance they wind up going eleven and seven with the mindset of rolling, you know, the Robo line and Rupe Hints, you know, every uh, other shift pretty much. I think that's probably the plan. Uh, DeBoer is, you know, he's comfortable. We've seen him go eleven and seven with the BGK a couple different times. it's not the yeah, greatest that recipe. The of, that was due to the cap. It was, but he's comfortable. So maybe we we, we prepared him for this moment uh, indirectly, I guess you can say. Where this helps the Vegas Golden Knights, besides the fact that Ben and Donoff will not be in the lineup, of course, where this is really going to help the Vegas Golden Knights is we can have our best defensive unit, our top two defensive units, keying in on you know the, the robo uh, Jason Robertson line and uh, Rupe Hints basically the entire game. So the matchups you will know, be much harder for Pete DeBoer to take advantage of getting them out there against our third defensive pairing, which Zach Whitecloud and Nick Hague aren't that bad, but they're the third defensive pairing. You obviously want to get your best team against the lowest ranked defensive unit, and that's part of you know the home ice advantage, but at the end of the day, that's not going to last too long, and our defensemen can probably wear their forwards out. Whereas, um, you know, if they're going to be out there double and triple shifting, whatever DeBoer's got up his sleeve, and it can't be much right now, unfortunately, for DeBoer, VGK is just going to basically have to um, almost play a vintage DeBoer-esque game here, wait for their opportunities, because Dallas, they're going to come out, you know, balls to the wall, you know, they're going to do everything they can in the first three or four minutes to get one, get the crowd in the game and honestly if EGK not not prevent defense or anything you know anything like that but just just wait don't get aggressive you don't need a, as good of a start as you had you know in three of the, in two of the three games of the series so far just kind of wait and the opportunities are going to be there you know definitely come the second period of
2: course
3: and Cassidy was uh, talking as well on Wednesday about keeping Dallas out of the slot they did a tremendous job in the last yes. game in game 3 um he said that we saw where Dallas came out with the three high uh, that sort of alignment and uh, the shooting lanes were just shut down by VGK defensively. Uh, but again, though, like as much as VGK dominated, there were two shots that hit the post mm-hmm. um, Harley and Robertson, right? Uh, were the two players that hit posts in that game. And so, you know, again, they're, they're pretty close there, but we've seen this in the other series, between Florida and the Canes, the Canes had 18 posts in that series, 18 as many as Edmonton. So it it could go either way at times, right? That's how close this margin of winning and losing really is.
0: I guess that's what... Um... Brenda Moore was referring to, cause they got swept, but his quote, we didn't get swept. I, I watched the games. We didn't get swept. Like you got swept, bro. But he's obviously alluding to the fact that, you know, the game. three of the goals, well, two, two of the games, one goal, one goal differential, I'm sorry, two of the games overtime. The third game was a one goal differential and the, all the games were one goal differentials actually. I mean, friggin', right. uh, uh Kachuk just scoring that late goal. I mean, You know, it's just um, it's crazy thinking about what's going on there. But back to the Vegas Golden Knights series. I mean, listen, if we just want a scoreboard watch in this series, games one and two could have gone either way. The series could have been one, one could have been two, nothing the other way. Obviously, Vegas came out on top. Third game, you know, if those two posts do go in for the Dallas Stars, then maybe we're talking about a different outcome. But I think the game was pretty in hand at that point. And the two on one and then back
3: the other way, VGK scored the goal. Remember that the shorthanded opportunity. Where they had the yeah. two on one. It could have been a much different game, but okay, we're not trying to overly talk about what could have been, but it is that close of a series. Uh, again, it's going and to And the take, Cup's going to be okay, that, that close,
0: too. The, the Stanley Cup final, whoever it is, will be that close as well.
3: It's going to take a big effort by VGK. Uh, Brett Howden of the, uh, AKA of the Brett Howden line, uh, probably won't be playing in So who do you see drawing in Amadio, Michael Amadio?
0: Yeah, Amadio and Amadio can slide in. You can you can do it a couple different ways, you know, depending if you want Nick to go on to that line or if you want Amadio just to slot right in there. Um, I feel comfortable either way. Um, My guess is maybe uh, I don't know if you I don't know if you move Nick down and move. Well, Amadio might might be comfortable on that line um, with Smith and Carlson. And then you bring Nick Wah down the third line. I mean, geez, what a what a defensive line of Stevenson, Stone, and Nick Wah. And then you got line four, who's just going to you know pound you into the corners and stuff like that. That's uh, I I, I was thinking about some earlier. That just taught, caught myself off guard here, Tony. I was driving, and I heard a spot on the radio from Sirius XM Radio promoting the Golden Knights game tomorrow night. They said. Player XYZ, Player XYZ, and Player XYZ from the Vegas Golden Knights look to take on the Dallas Stars. Of those three XYZ players, who do you think the first player to get, to get mentioned was? Uh,
3: that had to be
0: Shea Theodore. <laughs> it was William Carlson. William Carlson got the mention on SiriusXM before Stone and Eichel.
3: And before Eichel, come on. Let it go. Uh, who's right? I knew I had promos? it. Told
0: you, I, I I almost pulled over and hit a post when I heard that, Tony. I'm not gonna lie.
3: Coming up next, Ben Gone, Jamie Ben's suspension. <laughs> Was it too severe? Was it too severe? Max yes. Domi also uh, gets a five thousand dollar fine. We will talk about that when we return right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. So, Chris and I, we received our care packages from our good friends at Bird Dogs. And we really like the way these shorts fit us. I look better. I feel great. I don't know. That's a lot of hype right there. But they are very comfortable, okay? And the bird dog shorts and pants are very versatile as well because you could wear one pair of shorts or pants to go to the golf course and another to just hang out with friends. Another if you're just walking up and down the strip like I did an awful lot of on Wednesday, which is a ton of fun. Uh, So Bird Kreischer... He wakes up at his lake house wearing what? His bird dogs. He goes for a swim. He smokes a cigar and then he grills burgers and he chills with his family all in the shorts that he associates with the summer and that is bird dogs. And Dave Portnoy, he does his pizza reviews wearing bird dogs and he talks about how he hates the pizza, but he off he feels awfully great. Uh, so go to birddogs.com slash lockdown NHL. And when you enter the promo code Lockdown NHL, they will throw in a free custom bird dog style tumbler. It's a Yeti style tumbler with each and every order, like the one that we have right here. OK, I'm trying to get the logo
2: in there. There you go. Right there.
3: So make sure that you check that out. It's birddogs.com slash NHL.
2: Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick, we come to you from Las Vegas each and every day. Thanks for making us your first listen. And make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights. And keep all of those comments and chirps coming. We appreciate all of that. And don't forget on Friday, line up your WTFs, your what the Fridays. Um, So Jamie Benn, Dallas captain, suspended for two games by the NHL on Wednesday for his hit on VGK's Mark Stone, uh, less than two minutes into Tuesday's game number three. If VGK eliminates the Stars uh, coming up on Thursday night, Then Ben's suspension carries over to game one of next season. Uh, Ben finally met with the media on Wednesday. He called the penalty, you know, where he cross-checks Stone. Stone, you know, was down on the ice where he hits him in his face with a cross-check, which was just stupid. He said, well, you know, it's the first shift. And he said he was really fired up. But the bizarre quote from Ben He said that he wouldn't have fallen on Mark Stone. Said that he wished that he hadn't fallen on Mark Stone, I should say. Said that he used his stick as a landing post. Now, we've watched this over and over again. I've watched it at least a dozen times. And that was with intent. And maybe perhaps if he met with the media following the game, and if he came clean and said, hey, I'm sorry, got caught up in the emotion, You might have believed him a little bit more. But do you think that this suspension was a little bit too severe with two games, plus most of the game, uh, two minutes into the game, 18 minutes, you know, to go in that period? You know, I mean, he only played, you know, he would have played, it was less than 58 minutes, right, that he was out of, 58 minutes he was out of the game for. So was it too severe?
0: I can't. Yes, I think it was too severe. Um, He got no credit for time served, I will say. I mean, this is there's NHL is saying this is a three game suspension. And honestly, I would put what Petrangelo did in about the same category as far as right. a borderline intent to injure. Um, so the stars definitely got the short end of that stick. But I also think part of this had to do with the way he handled handled things through the media. I don't care that he didn't talk last night. That's whatever. I mean, you know, as, as the 10-year captain of the team, it would have been nice, but clearly he needed all day and all night to, you know, work out whatever his uh, statement was going to be with um, whoever because they came up with that gem of a of a quote that they thought would get him off the hook, I guess, and obviously that didn't happen. You, you know, Frank Cervelli had a dynamite quote. After this happened, and he screenshotted the quotes from Jamie Ben and Frank Cervelli said, "I'm fat because of the fork."
3: Whoa,
0: that's perfect. I mean, honestly, you know, it's it's a little rough analogy, but you know, point being is point being is though you understand the points of what he's trying to say right there, and you know, I just I have to believe. I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time giving Jamie Ben credit for anything after that hit that he made, but I'm having a hard time believing that he came up with this himself, that he just didn't talk to any, their president, their general manager, their owner, whoever they talk to when things like this happen and they prep, okay, we'll go to the media, say it like this. Right. And I just don't buy that. He came up with this. I, I don't feel like that was Jamie Ben talking. I feel like he was coached to say something and, He ran with it, and, you know, maybe I'm giving him too much credit for his character, but, you know, I just, I don't buy that Jamie Ben came up with that just trash manure, inappropriate word, whatever's on your mind, you know, that type of a quote. It just makes no sense that an adult who knew exactly what was happening. It's on video. It's not like this happened in a beer league game and we're just trying to piece it together. You know, he dropped, he he reverse checks, Mark Stone, nice little hit, fine, whatever. And then he knees him on the way down. And I'm just going to cross-check you in the head while, while I'm in that process. And then when I meet with the media tomorrow, yeah, I just fell down and uh, his nose, it, good, good thing his nose broke my fall or I might have hurt my stick. Right. Uh, Dallas Idiot. media <laughs> and
3: fans are calling for the C to come off of Ben's jersey
0: okay I mean listen people do dumb things all the time and I mean listen sure I mean I'm not against that I guess I mean he's a 10-year captain but literally in 90 seconds in a game he all but eliminated his team from having a shot at mounting a comeback right I mean the five-minute power play the fact that he missed the rest of that game not knowing there was going to be you know additional missed time so sure take the captaincy from him fine whatever uh, Dallas uh, again. The fans are comparing uh, the Petrangelo
3: slash on the wrist of uh, Leon Dreisaitl in Game very Four fair. against Edmonton, right? So, uh, and Alex, of course, Petrangelo gets one game. Uh, so, if you start to measure those two, uh, perhaps you know previous history very I much think might
0: might have played in a little but bit more. But previous,
3: but previous history, uh, no history of a sus- first suspension, first suspension for Jamie Ben. He's, he's had meetings, a bunch Yes, he's had meetings. He's been fined a bunch. Last year in the playoffs, I think he was fined. Was it ten thousand? And I can't remember the hit. But I went back and I found the photo because I remembered something about Ben and Petrangelo, and I found the photo and I posted it <laughs> on Lockdown VGK, where this was March the third of twenty eighteen, and so Ben uh is sitting on top of Alex Petrangelo.
0: Like a lawn chair.
3: Face, face washing him. And he just was sitting there, and he kept pushing his head <laughs> into the onto the ice. I mean, well, he's a pretty clean player. I wonder what his excuse was there. I was looking for a lawn chair. Like, like seriously.
0: What yeah, think- I mean, listen, this whole thing, it's just – it just doesn't add up. And, you know, I wish we could have listened. If Jamie Ben, either last night or today, before he even takes a question, says, Hey, I effed up. I made a dumb penalty. I'm glad Mark Stone is okay. I'm and sorry to, to the teams, the and fans, blah, blah, Stone. blah. He should have reached out to Stone and apologized. It would have helped. It probably would have helped. And Stone would have taken the call, I think. I don't think uh, Stone is the type that's just going to, you know, shut him off until the handshake line or anything like that, you know. And, uh, like, I don't know. I, I just don't understand. I mean, I'm sure there's gamesmanship, at least the Dallas Stars. Whoever told Ben to say this sees a gamesmanship angle to it. And I don't agree with that. I, I just yeah. don't. I mean, you know, Ben, you know, he's he's a grown man, been in the league a long time with a lot of responsibility. Uh, let him talk. And I, I wonder if, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road from now, if uh, Jamie Ben writes a tell all book about his time in the <laughs> NHL and with the Dallas Stars, if we uh, get a different side of this. Okay, and Max Domi was fined
3: $5,000. I really would have loved to have heard the chirping going on between him and Mark Stone late in the game. Ray Ferraro was in between them in the middle, and he said, there's a lot of things I can't repeat. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up next, uh, the Campbell Trophy will be in the house in Dallas. If VGK wins, our advice is do not touch that trophy. Oh,
0: grab it. It's exciting.
3: I'm superstitious. Plus, we'll have our locks of the night and our predictions. It comes your way next, right here on Locked On Golden Knights.
2: Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.
3: For a championship team, it's all about making sure that every player is the perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part really does need to fit just right. So the next time that you need parts and accessories, head over to eBay Motors. With the eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can make sure that every part that you need fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage, and then you can look for the green check, and you know that that part will fit, or your money is returned. Because just like in sports confidence is the name of the game when you shop at ebay motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from you will be back in the game in no time at all and after all it's easy to bring home a victory with the right parts guaranteed the right parts the right fit and the right prices at ebaymotors.com let's ride eligible items only exclusions apply. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights from Las Vegas. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick reporting. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. And so Chris, big day for me on Thursday. You know what Thursday is? TMZ. Back to TMZ. So I need What's to, your What's your spot? Who are you? So Taylor
0: Swift in the rain or what what are you talking about here?
3: I I hope so. You know, I might have some Swifty lines there where I could tie in something with one of her songs. I don't know. I just, we're
0: going to do a whole segment of Taylor Swift songs now.
3: Perhaps. Yeah. I mean, I'm down.
0: Uh, Jamie Ben is the anti-hero. He Mm -hmm. is the
3: anti-hero. So Florida, (laughs) Florida sweeps uh, the Canes. And after the game, the Prince of Wales trophy, the presentation. Are you superstitious or not? You might have just kind of tipped your hand a little bit there. So Alexander Barkov lifts the trophy. And a lot of teams are still superstitious. This goes back a ways where teams feel that the only time that you should ho- hoist a trophy is the Stanley Cup. Back in 2018, Ovechkin, he lifted it. Do you remember that? And he lifted the trophy, and he just said, "I don't even care." Whatever he was getting drunk on vodka, he could care less. I think Vegas looked
0: Vegas looked maybe li- he drank li- vodka out of it.
3: Did they, they lift it? I couldn't remember. Yeah, that's they, they, great. they
0: they carried it right off the ice in Winnipeg, right into the locker room. Uh, Derek, do England. you remember who did? England. Derek England.
3: Wow, that's good memory. Good memory there.
0: So, and listen, it's it's fun. It's cool. Grab the trophy. Like, grab the trophy, whatever. I, I get the superstition. Sorry if I cut you off. If you had, if you had no, something else I, coming I was there. just okay. thinking
3: about my topics for TMZ and trying to get some good dirt.
0: Today. Nice, nice, nice. Um, you know, you just have to shake it off of the superstition. Mm-hmm. More, more Taylor Swift. More Taylor Swift. Um, so, superstition, the only time I'm superstition is at the craps table, Tony. That's the only time. If the dice go off the table, if the cocktail server brings a drink or if my wife comes to visit me while I'm rolling the dice, I either take my bets down or I hop six. I, I hop to sixty one. I don't bet the seven straight up. I hop sixty one because sixty one is always the number that gets me if I'm if I'm rolling dice. I haven't, haven't rolled dice in a while. In Reno, I did a little bit, but otherwise, I haven't rolled dice in a while. But th- that's about the only time in my life I think I'm really overly superstitious. But grab the trophy; it's fun, whatever. And honestly, the way the Stars fans treated the Golden Knights, and not just the Golden Knights, but the way they treated the Dallas Stars as well, you know rub a little salt and carry that trophy around, take your time skating it off and remind all the, not all the Dallas stars fans. Cause I'm sure 98% of the Dallas stars fans are wonderful people, but the, the 2% that were throwing popcorn Aiden Hill and throwing crap on the ice and whatever, just, you know, a
3: little, just a little extra, you know, there was a, there was an apology though, from the Dallas. It was stars. very, cla- it was
0: classy. Yeah. And I think they're taking action. Players the were right? People were, were um, ejected from the arena. They were saying, I guess some, Fox reported, because I guess the goalie sits like in the tunnel there, basically like in the corner. And I guess, um, and I don't know if he sits behind the bench or I, I don't know, actually, he sits somewhere, you know, out in the open. And I guess they removed Jonathan Quick in the third period because people are still throwing crap out there.
3: Yeah, I'm still getting a lot of noise because I suggested that Jonathan Quick come into the game.
0: I agree with you, Tony. I thought that was a great. A great you never do.
3: You never do. But that, I appreciate that. And we could see a lot of bad blood. In this game. That's another Taylor Swift song. Uh, So VGK. I have VGK winning this game. So everything. Yeah, it's upside down on this show. VGK, I've got them winning four to three. I'm going to take the over. And I'm going to go with the booger man, uh, Teddy Bluger. And I'm going to go with Riley Smith for the win. The game winner. I think Riley Smith has been doing a lot of good work. And I think it's finally going to pay off for him and the VGK. That's my prediction. Yeah.
0: Um, my Originally, I, th- I said VGK in five. I had VGK losing game three and then winning games four and five. I kind of want to just stick to my guns just because I want to be right on my four-to-one finish, but I just don't see, especially with the Ben situation, with the Donoff being out, with how well our defense has been playing and the fact that now we're going to have a huge matchup advantage, knowing that Dallas is basically without two-thirds of one of their strong lines. Uh, I, I got 4-1 Vegas. I don't see a very competitive game from the Dallas Stars. You'll see some jump. You'll see some push. You'll see some moments. But I think uh, Cassidy, who, who's out-coached uh, DeBoer in every facet of this series uh. so far, I think uh, that's going to continue uh Thursday night. So let's go four-one Vegas. You like Bluger and Smith. Yeah, I want yeah. to go carry again. I like what carry did. I like watching him drive to the net. I like that goal. Yeah, that was a good goal. Let's, go, oh, let's really make this hurt. Let's go a Colasar. Let's go a Colasar. Oh, let's just let, let's have some fun. That here. wasn't let's a Col- really that wasn't a
3: Coley. I like the way they just add a Y to everyone's name. That was not a Coley shot that hit the fan in the stands, was it? You never return my tweet. That's okay.
0: You know, I did. I did see that one. I, I probably yeah, had something else to off. do. I actually drank um the other day. I pulled that. Remember the glass I have that has the hockey puck like melted into it. You know, that I showed yes. you. Yes. I actually you, use that the other day. I was thinking about you, Tony. A nice, nice glass of iced tea.
3: Bring it on. the Bring it on the show uh, for Friday's WTF. What the Friday. <laughs> we thank everyone for tuning in, especially our everydayers who tune in each and every day. We appreciate everything. We appreciate your comments, of course, on YouTube, on Twitter. We try to answer as many of your comments as we possibly can. We're not like these prude guys. Uh, we don't really care. Uh, Chris is going to lift the cup, and I'm going to lift my tumbler right there. Okay? If EGK wins. We thank everyone for tuning in. We appreciate it. And, again, for my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. We'll see you again tomorrow, WTF Day.